Welcome to Lead Today with me, Kalina. Let's talk leadership. Hey, I'm so glad to be back with you in this setting. I've missed this somehow. I know episodes are every week, but so much can happen in one week. So many different events, changes, feelings. It's remarkable and I think so fitting in this women's health series when it comes to our menstrual cycle. It feels like every week is so distinct and I can definitely say this past week has been a unique one. So I would love to just draw your attention quickly before we get started to the Women's Wisdom Accelerator that is starting next week. Um, My intention is to run it twice a year, so we'll only be opening up enrollment biannually and there's an application form, so if you don't get into this round look out for it in the new year but we are starting next week so this catches you at a good time for intimate support in a woman's group that really fosters connection support feeling heard seen uh, just understood in a small group of women then this is for you we'll be setting goals for 2022 we'll be checking into how 2021 went closing things up sort of ending the year, finalizing and closing it out, feeling really good about what we've created this year and celebrating a little bit. We forget to celebrate a lot. I forget, at least. So hopefully, if you're feeling called, please just click on the application. Join us if you don't get into this round. All good. There will be a new there will be a new one in 2022. So join us when you're ready. We'd love to have you. It is a small group, so spots go super quickly. I think we have one or two spots left now, just because it's such a different feel when you have so many women. Of course, there's a group vibe. It's great, but when we can really hone in and give everybody personal attention, it's just such a different feeling, right? So this is a small core group, really getting intimate, getting into it together. So if you feel called to do that, join us. Um, Yeah, so let's get into inner summer. I want to just kind of clarify, I wasn't sure if last episode was super clear. First of all, I think I made a mistake. So weeks one and two are flax and pumpkin. Flax and pumpkin seeds for the seed cycling. So if you want to take, want to get into that, I'm putting a link into the show notes too. Um, I might have said it the opposite way. I don't know. I, I can't. <laughs> but just to clarify, weeks one and two, so that's when you're menstruating and your inner spring are flax and pumpkin seeds week three and four. So this week and next week in their cycle are sesame and sunflower. Kind of mix those up in my head sometimes. It's easy. Actually, what's really easy, what I used to do, I would say, so let me get into it. Um, I know a lot of women are doing this. They're finding huge success. I didn't see instantaneous results with this. Like I've built a period secrets course that like there is one supplement that's my holy grail. And I don't, I mean, I find I can get so supplemented out. Like it's just pill fatigue. Um, and just all the things, like all the natural things that you're supposed to do. It can just get tiring, right? So I don't know about you, but for me, sometimes I'm just like, oh. I don't want to take 30 pills and do all the things but if you are into seed cycling it has worked wonders for a lot of women it's definitely something i want to bring to your attention um but what works really well is if you grind it so like what i was doing is i had sesame sunflower seeds for these weeks and i would just like grind it up into a flower type substance together 
so I didn't have to think about it. So I would just kind of, okay, here's my second potion. Here's the first one, so to speak. Like, here's the first jar, second jar. And I didn't really have to think about it. Um, but you do have to use them up. So, like, it can go rancid, right? You can't leave that stuff for too long. So just word of the wise, think about that. Uh, if it is something you want to try, all good. If not, personally, sort of jury's out on that one for me. I, I found that it sort of regulated my bowel movements maybe. It was like a good source of fiber. I liked it on my oatmeal or on my yogurt. Like it was it was a good addition. But I wouldn't say that that was something. Maybe I didn't give it enough time. Totally possible. Um, so this episode is about your inner summer. We're talking ovulation and beyond. So just to be clear, because it they can seem similar inner spring is sort of leading up to ovulation right um so we are leading up to ovulation and then ovulation can be days 14 they say day 14 but really it's not just day 14 right like it can be day 17 it can be day 13 it can be so you kind of got a range you need to know your body and there's something called um the fertility awareness method fam and that's something that a lot of holistic practitioners are using you got to get kind of in there with your body though it's certainly in (laughs) talk about intimate um you really have to be ready to pay attention to your body pay attention to um, cervical mucus and really understanding discharge and you could go and track your basal body temperature and it's pretty involved charting method uh, to really look at the changes that are happening physically and then from them really understand your body but if I think any of these sort of fertility challenges PCOS endometriosis um, not having your period amenorrhea um, I think for me it was a huge deep dive into understanding my body in a way that I never did in health class you know like it wasn't taught so I think if it's something where you're if you're right away like, oh, this is so not for me, I think you might be the best candidate for it. Only because if you're resisting your body like that, there's something there for you, right? I mean, I find anything I resist, it's like, okay, clearly need something to do with this. (laughs) Uh, That's just my take though. But so when it comes to ovulation, things in your system are heating up, right? We're talking summer. It's hot. That means you're feeling social, community building, you want to cook and be of service, right? You really, the energy is going outward. You're really ready to care for people, care for kids. Um, your libido might be really active. So you're ready for some sexy time with your partner. You're ready to go you're, because your pleasure is heightened at this time, right? You're thinking heat, summer, it's like the peak. And of course, ovulation. So it's the peak of your fertility. It makes perfect sense, right? Um, so if we're thinking, you know, outward, expressive, flirty, you're playful, um, and it's really a time to get out there. Um, what if you're not feeling like that? <laughs> because I know with anything, even like personality tests or something, right? It's like, oh, your personality color is red. And it means that you are super motivated and engaging and optimistic out and enthusiastic and all these, whatever, extroverted, all these really out there words. What if you're in your third week and you're like, I'm not feeling that at all. I have no sexual desires. I'm really tired. I don't want to talk to anybody. I'm not into this. I don't feel peak anything 
other than peak exhaustion. If that's your deal, then it's probably something to look at. Not because you're bad or wrong or or there's anything necessarily wrong with you, but the natural energetic changes, it would lead to at least an increase in energy of your style, your vibe. So even if you're not super extroverted, is it leading you to want to connect more in one-on-one conversations, call friends more or chat with friends more, do activities that you like more? If you're not like a super social person, that's okay. It doesn't mean to be in peak health, you have to be a certain kind of way. But it does mean that you'd be looking for connection, more connection with others. Um, and certainly on the libido side, I know for me, once I started to get really in alignment with my cycle, it was there, right? Like I craved, I wanted my partner because physically speaking, it's an opportunity for us to procreate, right? It's an opportunity for us to connect on a physical, sexual level. That's the whole point from a biological standpoint of ovulation right the egg is waiting to meet with sperm so if that's not happening for you at all and then you're also noticing painful periods or irregular periods maybe it's your personality but also maybe something's in disarray right because if you had that rebirth renewal the cleansed and energized feeling of the first after your period and into spring, if you were feeling that, your body was amping up, right? To really be in that ovulatory phase. So if that's not the feeling, it might be something to consider. Um, when you are in this phase, I know I've, steer- I've steered away from giving exact recommendations on food because I think... Um, yeah, I think your body knows what to do. I, I've said this in other episodes, but intuitive eating, I'm going to actually make sure it's in the show notes because intuitive eating is such a real deal. And I think if we really tune in, it's so powerful. Um, but something that you do want to look at at this point in your cycle is managing your blood sugar. Um, depending on what, you know, this is not medical advice, depending on your background, you you know your body best, but um, there's a micronutrient vanadium that's said to be really great and it's even been um, it's a trace mineral that's even been looked at to help manage diabetes so um, it's it can really help with your body's ability to metabolize glucose so sugars Um, and at this point in your cycle that's really a good call we're always trying to get rid of excess estrogen but at this point everything's peaking and so your blood sugar can be a bit out of whack so some of the top sources um, dill dill seeds if you're a fan um, black pepper really easy just add some black pepper over things now black pepper is also said to be high in oxalates which if you're into like the plant toxicity deal you might be sensitive to it as a kid i never my mom listening to this like, like i never liked pepper she'd put it on my eggs i hated it we, there's always this fight she's like it's it's good i'm like this taste is too spicy like i wasn't into it so Take this list with a grain of salt. Again, you know what's best, but these are just high sources of this. Um, Shellfish, another one. So lobster, oysters, really good. Oyster is, um, I'm hearing it more and more in the holistic community around like good for zinc and just like a very good because it's a complete whole food. So it has all the trace minerals that you would need. It's not like taking pure zinc supplement. It's more, well, it's a natural source. So it's got the perfect combination of things that you would need to assimilate into your body best right because it's natural 
that's a big thing with supplements. If you just take a huge dose of one particular supplement, you're at risk for depleting other supplements. Everything works together in this harmonious system, right? So if we just overload on magnesium or vitamin C or zinc, we run a real risk. Like with zinc, you run a risk of depleting copper. So many different interactions that take place that we don't, like I certainly don't know all of them. So it's just something to think about. I always love to kind of go for the whole food, real food option if I can, but there are supplements of whole oyster. So that's something. Um, Another one, spinach, mushrooms, whole grains and cereals. Obviously be careful there. We know that too much of anything is not a good thing, but hey, Um, dairy products. So um, milk, better source than cheese or butter. Ground parsley, really high in it. Um, And then olive oil, another one. So that's something. Then another thing that's really good at this point in your cycle is chromium. Helps to absorb those trace minerals. Really good for... I mean, they're actually... So they're really good for looking into... As a trace element, essentially, we get a lot of chromium from everyday food without even trying, but it can also help with being more sensitive to insulin. So it's another really good support for prediabetes or type 2 diabetes. It can really support you to manage your glucose levels, which again, we're thinking about right now. So again, whole grains, um, oats, garlic, basil, broccoli, poultry, beef, potatoes, green beans, grape juice, grape juice, hmm. fruit, nutritional yeast, and tomatoes. So if any of those are not your deal, I mean, again, don't eat them, but just, you know, when we all sort of, again, probably get enough of this, but at this point in your cycle, these are some of the things to really think about that can be super supportive in helping your insulin that gets out of whack. So, Go for those creative feelings. Create that thing that's getting you full of energy and happy and excited that I can do anything feeling. Go for it. This is totally the time. This week is absolutely your week. And knowing that you'll get to wind down again coming next week and start to kind of go inward. So anything that you want to put out there, create. Again, doesn't have to be social, but this is your time. And... I think if you're feeling extra rambunctious right now, it would be the time for you to go and, you know, sign up for that thing, try that class, do that new thing because now is when you're feeling brave and out there. So that would be my little nudge for this week. And a final reminder, I guess, to go ahead and sign up for the Woman's Wisdom Accelerator. We'd be so grateful and lucky to have you. And I think that overall, I'm learning so much about my body in this journey, both emotionally, physically. There's a whole spiritual component to this. I guess I could... I was supposed to end this episode, but I, I guess the short form, the short form of this, because I'm trying to keep these episodes short, right? It's nice, just punchy, kind of get in, get out, check out what I'm saying, delve into topics you like more, um, hear from me. I, I kind of like it, but anyway, um, if you're thinking spirituality in my menstrual cycle, where does that come into play? 
Uh, I think that there's a lot being said around generational trauma, wounds, and then just habits, right? Like nature versus nurture. Okay. So if, I mean, I'm a woman. And so when my mom was in my grandmother's womb, her eggs were already farming when she was in my grandmother. So technically I was in my grandmother's womb. So any trauma, any events, um, any environmental conditions, those were passed down as I was forming as this tiny little egg in my mom you know and sort of a crazy thing to think about how many so my mom was in my grandmother when my grandmother was in my great-grandmother um it's it's just fascinating to think about genetically how things are passed down and how physically we're, we're so connected because you're literally inside that person's body in this small little minute sense and it might seem extreme or maybe lofty but i think there's something there and then on top of that so if you don't subscribe to that and think that's cool which is fine (laughs) there's of course these learned behaviors right so growing up it was you know I remember so many times being told that I I wasn't in pain or I was being a baby about it or don't be such a little girl or you know you need to go to school this isn't pain you know you shouldn't have this pain just take a Tylenol like you know the works and so there was definitely no discussion about optimizing this flow And definitely my school schedule or my work schedule was not optimized on a (laughs) four-week menstrual calendar, right? So it was up to me. And we didn't learn about it in health class. We didn't learn about it. I didn't learn about it from my parents. And so it's really this journey of self-discovery. And so if you haven't been exposed throughout childhood to, you know, feminine energy and women really owning their bodies and taking care of themselves and slowing down when they need it and knowing what their bodies are telling them like if you haven't seen that in a role model it's very difficult for you to be that it's not impossible right go out and figure it out like that i mean that's what i'm doing that's what so many people are doing and not just with menstruation but with everything people are seeking knowledge they're seeking understanding it's so cool to see like that's the best thing about the internet i mean with all the challenges out there with so much information it's so cool that you can go out and really research any topic and people are they're seeking out support and things that they don't understand or that they want to do better in so i love that i guess what i'm trying to say is spiritually speaking there may be things from your past that you don't know are kind of on you you know, in terms of on your mind, in your heart, kind of in your spirit, like you don't know what challenges have been placed on you. For me, I always wanted to outperform, overdo, you know, just that overachiever perfectionist kind of mentality. And I had to have so many different events come up in my life to say, hey, you know, this is too much or you're pushing too hard or you're not following your body's messages. And you know, painful period after painful period. And finally, it's like, okay, yeah, I guess I'm not, right? Like, (laughs) clearly my body needs rest or else I wouldn't go from like 150 to, you know, negative 100 in a cycle. So my other advice, other than get out there and go and this is your summer week and do your thing and get busy and go for it. I mean, all that's good. But hey, are you going to go for it at 150 What are you prepping yourself for in the next two weeks? Like, is the next period going to be this horrendous thing because you've totally thrown caution to the wind? Or do you still want to care for yourself now? Because, you know, whether it's dry brushing or massage or some other self-care practice, that still counts now, 
right? And even if you're out there and doing stuff, if you totally deplete yourself in this week, you're not doing anybody any favors this week or in the weeks to come. So while this is get out there and do things week, I just kind of want to circle back and say what met, I guess remind you to ask yourself, you know, what messages is my body sending me? What level of out there or summer am I? Because if I've learned anything in the process of exploring my femininity, my menstrual cycle, my body, it's that, gosh, (laughs) everything happens at the right time. It really does in due time. And I think if I could leave you with anything today, it'd be that in due time, you know, ride the seasons and it might sound like a platitude, but we've got to be in tune with our bodies or else we're totally missing the point of the, I think the beauty of what a woman's body is we're so cyclical it's just it's what we are we're not meant to be the same every day and so i hope that this inspires you to at least dig in a little bit more and consider the cycle of your body and maybe how you can support other women in your life to also get aligned and support each other because it's so cool when you also see women in different seasons because when you have teams or groups, it's so nice to be able to rely. If you're in winter and someone else is in spring and someone else is in summer, it's like you can kind of bounce off each other and you can know where people are at. It's so cool. Like I've had some groups where we'll kind of keep in touch with who's in what part of their cycle. And it's so cool because you can just see people ready to support and then people reaching out for support. And it's such a beautiful kind of exchange right because not everybody can give all the time I mean you can but it's a recipe for burnout so if you're in the giving stage right now good on you uh just remember that you know give what you can give to yourself first so that you can give to others and most important of all I think is to just listen to yourself so in due time we'll see you again for next week which is inner fall inner autumn Another very nice season. It's actually the season that we're in right now as I record these episodes. So feels kind of in alignment to see the leaves falling off of trees. So we'll see you next week for inner fall. I hope you enjoyed this and take really good care until we chat again. <laughs>